again. I was going to start by asking you a question, but then it took us actually 20 minutes last week to actually get to the question, so I held off. I wasn't going to do it. Not today. Carry on. I'm just going to let you know. Ask me a question. I'm not going to interrupt you at all this entire show. No, that's not what I meant. No, I, what I just what I meant was we we kind of we went off on like three tangents before we even got to how we were going to open the show. I'm not going to do any tangents. No tangents. No. Okay. The show's going to be extremely boring. It won't be. There's going to be so much fucking structure behind this show. I'm hyper. Yeah. Well, you're drinking coffee with creamer. Yeah, and it's you- amazing. Ice coffee with creamer. Yeah, and you and you got up on your soapbox and gave me this, you know, Bubba manifesto about having creamer in your coffee. I made a joke about you wanting your pancreas to work. And what did you tell me? You almost got in my face. No, um, I will say exactly what I told you. I appreciate you as a friend and you caring about me, and I'll watch my intake of creamer and sugar in my coffee products from now on. That's not what you said. That's exactly what I said. No, that's not what you, you said. You believe what you want, people. That is not what he said. Only God can judge me. Yeah. That's right. Okay. That's good. Yeah. So <laughs> It's going to be one of those shows, isn't it? Yeah. Well, this show is already off to a great start because... Me versus you. We wanted, uh, we wanted to get pop filters for the uh, microphones. Mm-hmm. So we did. You actually found a bare new pair of socks that you got from <laughs> that you got from your work. So now we're talking with we're talking with the microphones, but they have socks over them. So hopefully you it know, works really well. It does work really well, but it looks so awkward. It's very awkward. Yeah, I mean, I'm not used to having something covered in a sock. Well, that close to your face. No, it's very close to my face. Yeah, it is very close to your face. Not close to your mouth. Yeah. Had that rib taken out. Yeah. Huh? Anyways, Mr. Manson. Okay. How was your week? Good? Uh, Yeah, it was good. Are you excited about this show, doing this show again? I'm always excited about doing this show. I am too. It's the highlight of my week. I want to do... Let's do it every day. No. All right. Um... <laughs> I, we don't have the you don't have the time to do it every day. I know that for sure. You know, there was a, a while ago we were talking about when how we don't talk to each other much now. Yeah, because we do this. Mm-hmm. I really wish I would have held back on the Duncan Sheik thing until we got on the mic. Oh yeah, the Duncan Sheik thing was awesome. You guys, because I think I just got you like out of nowhere. Yeah, he did get me out of nowhere. Um, he he made a Duncan Sheik reference. If you don't know who that is, don't worry about it. But. Oh, he's saying barely do. breathing. Yeah. And I was like, hey, it's a barely breathing show. I'm Duncan Sheik. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. You had to be here. It was. It was. <laughs> the, the moments leading up to before we record are even funnier than the show itself. Yeah. When we get our YouTube channel, maybe we'll do like a pre, pre-show pre show. Yeah. Like, yeah, we'll do a pre-show and an after show. Like, we'll just, of us just bullshitting before the show and then just BSing after it as well. So. Totally, totally not scripted. I mean, we're just going to set up a camera. And well, just... we're not really scripted to begin with. I am. I Dude, I got like mass notes today. Oh, yeah. They're just spread out all over the place. <laughs> yeah. I have a bunch, man. Do you? Yeah. You just can't see them. Well, what are you talking about today then? Snow, five, snow. What? 
Dude, I'm not repeating myself. You'll I, just have to wait and see. Okay. So, good news. Um, I finally booked Liz for next week's show. Liz? Who's that? Ask Liz. That's right. Ask Liz. We, we've mentioned her in uh, previous shows, and I finally got a hold of her before we recorded tonight. And asked her if she was going to be available next Sunday, and she will be. So we will have her live here in the Dead Cave. So uh, please, if you've got any questions, any sort of like off-the-wall animal questions you want to ask, or just any kind of odd, weird, just disturbing questions to ask her in general, she loves... Anything? Like, it doesn't even have to do with animals? It doesn't even have to do with animals. She'll answer anything. So basically, it's like watching Animal Planet now, because a lot of shows have nothing to do with animals? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, because they say humans are animals. (laughs) You get it? Yeah, yeah, that's funny. So we'll just do that. We'll ask her all kinds of questions about anything. You're an animal. I know. I'm a fucking tiger. (laughs) (laughs) So they say. You're so not wanting to do this with me right now. Do you know how many times I've said that? You said that a lot. 18. Yeah, you said that a lot. Yeah. If you keep saying it, it just might come true. Do you know what, though? It's called a self-fulfilling prophecy. We, we watched we watched the pay-per-view last night. and uh, Yes, Battleground. Our, our buddy Mark came over. Yes. And uh, he gave me a present. And I'm partaking a little bit in the present right now. Oh, that's why. Okay. So I'm just a little chatty, so I apologize oh, okay. for that. I got you. So thank you, Mark. Yes, thank you, Mark, for making this show twice as interesting now. <clears throat> it is a little weird. I, I'm sorry. So if I, like, hold up my hand, do I have any extra fingers or no, anything No, like I'm that? not delusional. Oh, okay. I just talk a lot. Really? Yeah, I oh. I just talk a lot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait. It's like, it's like your drunk episode. Wait. What? Did you do this after work or before work? <laughs> it was after. I okay. I, <laughs> no. I just I just No, like, seriously. No, dude. <laughs> Only Coke at work. Dude. <laughs> you want shoes? Got a lot of shoes. Okay, get like five pairs of shoes. Holy fuck, buy some shoes. <laughs> what is this white stuff? Uh, no, nothing. <laughs> hey, George. <laughs> I inhaled this white stuff and now I'm saying things. <laughs> What's the deal with crack cocaine? I miss Seinfeld so much, and someone used a reference at my work the other day with Seinfeld and Costanza and everything. And I who was it? What did they say? It was a customer, and I don't remember. But it was oh. a Seinfeld reference that he brought up. It had to do with the uh, uh, George's wallet episode. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? The big wallet episode is a classic. <laughs> I love it. But he brought that up because his wife pulled out this wallet, and it was like mega huge, mm-hmm. and he just like brought that up. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's one of my favorites. Love it. Mm-hmm. You know. I do miss that show. There's not. Like, I do. Do you watch any sitcoms now? Um. Yes. I watch The Goldbergs. I've never seen that. It's hilarious. Well, I, saw, I saw the first one. It's hilarious. Is it? Yeah. I think it's. I think it's damn funny. I love it. Anything else? Um. Sitcoms. What else do I watch? I do modern not, Modern Family. I do watch modern. I do partake in Modern Family from time to time. I don't watch it all the time, but if like. I come across it. I'll stop. I'll stop the remote. The show on that's after it. I've seen it twice, and it's one of those shows that you watch and you're like, "Oh my god, I want to watch this all the time." And you never do. Yeah, it's uh, Blackish. Oh, good show. It's a really good show. Is it? Yeah, yeah, very funny. Surprised, like people are like, "Oh, that's racist." What's racist? That show? Yeah. No, why? 
I don't know. Everybody gets offended about everything because of nowadays. its name, because of its title. Yeah, I'm surprised nobody found that offensive yet. Like the Jeffersons. Yeah. Or don't <laughs> what? No. <laughs> you know yeah. Who was? Who was the? Who was the? What was the? Uh, Wheezy? No. The other one, Thomas. Thomas. No. What was the guy's name? That's racist, dude. No. <laughs> what guy? George. Yeah. Oh, George Jefferson. Sorry. Yes. Thomas. <laughs> he was married to Wheezy. Yeah. Like, actually, he did have an affair with a Wheezy. <laughs> George. Now that is racist. <laughs> George Jefferson <laughs> and Wheezy. And another one of the urban shows that I loved. Urban shows. Sanford and Son. I like Sanford and Son. I used to watch that. What was his son's name? I have no idea. Lamont. Lamont? Um, That's actually a really cool name. It is. Good Times. Yeah, Good Times. Did you ever watch Good Times? No. Uh, Maybe I the have reruns? Seen, I've seen a couple episodes of Good Times, but... With Jimmy Walker. Was that... Dynamite. Dynamite, yeah, okay. And uh, the mother, her name on the show was Florida. Like Florida? Yes, that's exactly what it was. Okay. No, it was, it's weird. I've never heard that name ever used except for in that show. Florida? Yeah. Have you ever heard the name, like, Florida as a, a person's name? Mm-mm. Like I said, not since Florida. It's only a city. It's weird. Yeah. People are named after cities, yeah. No, Florida, the city down southeast. It's a state. State of what? Florida. Mm-hmm. Wow. What? I thought your geography was bad before. <laughs> Don't make fun of me. <clears throat> I'm not. You want to talk a little bit about uh, Battleground a little bit? Yes, I do. Because um, I don't know who put foot to ass with the uh, WWE creative team, but the pay-per-views have been getting much better, and even Raw has been getting much better lately. I want to know who got fired or who got their ass kicked and got it into gear because... It's been entertaining again. It's been, it's been entertaining again. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I got to say, um, the whole uh, Brock Lesnar, I did not see the whole Undertaker thing at all. No. Nope. I did not see that coming. He came out of nowhere, and I was like... And it was kind of weird, though, that they waited until now for this whole rematch thing to happen and they didn't do it at 31 like a year and a half later yeah year and a half later now he's like oh well now all of a sudden i'm ready you know well, we'll find out tonight on raw i'm sure they're gonna have a little bit of what's yeah what's going on yeah you know reading the rumor mill you know the pages and stuff like that online i was like you know is he gonna be a heel is he gonna be you he know can't there's no way he, he could be a heel. was he recruited by the authority <laughs> to help was you know blah 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 it's. I don't think they're going to be heel face anything. I think they're basically going to be just two big guys going after each other. They're just going to let the crowd decide, and they've already decided. Oh. They've already they've already chosen. I, I they know, know who I I know who I choose, and it's. I'm just annoyed. Well, little, overall, I'm a little bit annoyed by it. Overall, you know, Undertaker is going to be the face going into this. Unless he has been. unless there's something crazy, it's going to happen. Unless he like sides with someone that's. You know, the fans can't stand. Like, it's not going to happen, though. Like the it's anonymous just... general manager. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's got the the laptop of darkness. Yeah, sure. He's he's gonna he's gonna team up with a computer. 
No, it's it's not even an authority thing. It's the Undertaker coming back and finally continuing that feud so, a year and a half later. So Brock's going to be a heel again. Yeah, I think he is. Okay, I'm fine with it. It's just I I you know I'm not. I think the crowd will be split. You know I'm not a Taker fan anymore. I know you're not. I mean I'm I'm so honored that we get to see him twice now. Yeah, there you go, twice in one year. That's a treat. No, it's not. It's a treat for Shitter me. Should get off the pot. Yeah, you know I, I don't I don't like it. I see legends who have already retired on Raw more than the guy that's still on the active roster. Yeah, and what bothers me is he's taking time away from other talent when he does shit like this. Hmm. In my opinion, well, you, you gonna tell taking, him that? Well, I I can't tell him anything. Tweet at him. No, he probably doesn't even have a Twitter. What is it? I don't know. Mean Mark, see me mean, once a year. Mean Mark. Undertaker. Mean Mark Coffin. <laughs> I don't know, but I thought it was cool. It was a nice twist. It was the, a good thing that it was really cool that they did it that way. It was, yes, it was because really it, like I said, it made it a believable um, situation in which Seth Rollins keeps the title in that situation. Because there's no way he was going to defeat Bork Laser for the title. Bork Laser. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I was actually I was actually um, thinking that after the tombstones yeah that he was going to that rollins was going to come in and pin him yeah but you know no it was like it was like okay this match is over yeah as soon as the lights go out in the match i guess it's over i guess so yeah if there's a power outage yeah match is over that's it yeah because there's not like um they didn't really nothing the announcers didn't even speak when yeah when they they said nothing which yeah which is dumb um so Michael Cole is like not allowed to portray emotion, the emotion of the situation. If Jr. was in that chair, he'd be having a coronary on commentary, talking about the Undertaker, and it w- and one it, of his and Stone it, Cold, and it would allow you to buy, and it allows you because I mean, like I saw it, and I was like, oh wow, that was surprising, and then that instantly faded away because nobody said jack shit. Silence and a really odd faced Undertaker. Yes, because he had a weird weird look yesterday yeah he had like he well his like his hair wasn't grown out all the way but oh. he dyed it black but his goatee was still it's gray like he just rolled out like, of bed yeah it was like uh just rolled out from under michelle mccool yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> i bet you're still a big fan of her she's pretty cool i was never yeah. a huge fan of hers though no she was entertaining yeah. she was she actually had a pretty cool gimmick yeah no, no pun when intended she fir- when she first when she first started she was boring then she really kind of came into her own character. Actually, unfortunately, that was kind of during the time when I was not watching wrestling. When I was on my two-year hiatus. Mm. Remember that? I used to come over for pay-per-views and had no idea what was going on. Yeah. Wasn't that annoying? No, it wasn't. <clears throat> no. You n- you've never annoyed me. Ever. Really? No. Yes, I have. No, I don't think you have. Really? Which is amazing. I know, because I annoy a lot of people. Yeah. I, I- annoy people on the- who listen to this show. I know how to put up with you. Oh, okay. I know how to take you. Oh, no, do you? I know how to handle you. Oh, okay. I know. <laughs> well, this conversation is going in a direction that uh, I was not expecting, especially with uh, socks involved. Oh, God. At least they're not standing up by themselves. I didn't bring those ones down. No, okay. Oh, well, good. Yeah. Good, good. It's good. like a bunch of stalactites in my room. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> So anyway, um, yeah, that was a cool thing. 
I like the fact that he's they did that ending. And uh What's so that? What's that noise? I'm getting a phone call. It's it's You'll just Zach. take it? Just no. answer it. Want me to answer it? I can't. I get my headphones on. It's just like take them off. We'll listen. You don't have to. Wait, I don't care. Hello? Let's see what happened there. What just happened? What's going on? Nothing. Oh God. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm recording the show over at Bubba's house right now. I've got you on speaker. You're going to have a cameo appearance on a podcast. How's that sound? Yeah. Your shift starts at 6. That's understandable. Yeah. So it's no big five. deal. What, it's now 5? Yeah, I'm up at quarter after 4 in the morning. Oh, that's right. Damn. All right, dude. Hey, well, I mean, if you want to want to give me a call tomorrow... Okay. An hour and a half to put it on the All right. Sounds good. All right. I'll talk to you later. Right. Bye. Now that that right there is fucking entertainment. It was a it was a phone call. <laughs> I know. <clears throat> that was my best friend. For those of you who don't know, uh, Zach. Zach, best friend of over 15 years. Very cool. Um, he's a very cool dude. Um, he lives down in Kentucky, and uh, yeah, he works at five o'clock in the morning. So what's he, he goes, do? He goes to bed now. He does what I do. He does. Uh, he does a uh, uh, customer support for a local cable company. Hmm. I I do it for a cell phone provide for a cell service provider. He does it for a, ca- a local cable service provider down in Kentucky. It's a fun gig. Yeah. Not that, not the hours though. Oh, that's graveyard. Yeah, he works. He works uh, five to. I mean, he works like he works four tens and he gets three days off, <coughs> which th- is an awesome schedule. I wish I had that. I think I'm gonna start doing that. You start doing four tens, mm-hmm. three days off. Mm-hmm. Are you allowed to do that? It's good to be the king. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you are the king. Yeah, at I least guess, over I'm, there. I might do that. King of New Balance. That's it. That's all I'm the king of. You King of the Dead Cave. King Farquad. King Fuckwad. <laughs> <laughs> King Fuckwad, that's right. <laughs> All right. All so. right. So let's talk a little bit more about this stuff. Was there anything else you liked during uh, the Lash of B- Black back Lash? The, the Battleground? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. No, it was just a great pay-per-view overall. I mean, except for the tag match. The tag match sucked. I mean, that was, the only, that was the only match I missed. Yeah, and you didn't miss anything. But I'll tell you what, brownies. though, the, the the women's match was pretty awesome. Uh, they took a huge step in the right direction with that, especially bringing up the the better wrestlers, the better female wrestlers from NXT. Yeah, it was it was so, impressive. So that was that was really cool. I really I really enjoyed that. That was a good match, triple threat match. So that was even that makes it even more entertaining. And then you know, Ric Flair's daughter Charlotte won. So that was cool. Did you see that um, last night after the show? Mark Henry um, and primetime players were riding together to go somewhere. No. And they got pulled over. <laughs> what, really? Yeah. Yep, they got pulled over. I don't know what it was for, but 
So when they did they Titus ask O'Neil. Mark Titus met, O'Neil actually like posted something online about did it. they uh, did they ask them like step out of the vehicle? No, I mean that he because just what if they like, did? Thank God for clean records. <laughs> T- Titus O'Neil is big. Mark Henry is fucking huge. You really want that yeah, big you, ass dude stepping out of the car? Then you got what's his name? Um, and then you got Darren Young, who's just he's probably like the Chihuahua in the background behind him. Yeah, pretty much. Get him, boys! Get him! Get him! Get him! <laughs> But yeah, that happened to them. I saw that today. Yeah, that's that's pretty. <laughs> God, I can't believe that happened. Yeah, I need to, with them. I need to find out what what they did. I don't think it was anything major. Or what they didn't do. Yeah, we'll see. They didn't t- make user turn signal. I guess something like that. Why wasn't Dean Ambrose on a pay per view? Good question. I don't have an answer though. That makes no sense to me because no. you had a match that was missed last night. And you had to have known ahead of time, pretty pretty decent amount ahead of time, that that match wasn't going to happen. So they could have done a much better way of filling that time they instead of having Big Show knock out Miz to have Dean Ambrose versus somebody. someone. Yeah, just get him on there. Put him in against Rusev or something. Yeah, or no, Dean Ambrose versus the Miz. Like well, Miz would come out and talk and all that stuff. Have Dean Ambrose just go out there and shut him up and have a match. Is Ambrose <clears throat> fighting anyone now? Are they feuding with anyone? Not really, no. <clears throat> he's lost. Like, they're just, I wonder what they're going to do with him. Yeah, he's gone from having a WWE title ladder match to not being on a pay-per-view. That makes no sense at all. And, and he's one of the top faces in the company. And they're they're supposedly wanting him to be, like, an Austin-like character. Like, against the authority and, like, you know. I like the, to think of him with, like, yeah, he's kind of like Austin with, like, a little dash of Pillman. He, yeah, he's just that crazy rebel. Mm-hmm. I like that. Damn the man. <laughs> That's right. But, no, overall, good pay-per-view. Um, I was also thinking about something with uh, Brock Lesnar. Bork. With Bork Laser. <laughs> As Twitter calls him now. Do you feel like you made the right decision going to WWE? Absolutely. 100%. So you feel like. You mean the first time around? Well, no, I mean like when he. No, I mean like second time when around. When he came back after UFC? What, which do you think would have been a better choice? UFC or WWE? What do you like mean? Like from your most objective opinion. From what point? From a standpoint of. No, I mean like what time? Are we talking? We're talking his second run. Second run. So yeah. after his first time in UFC. Yeah. Okay. So to he's... stay in UFC or no? Just recently, when he had that little contract thing, where he was deciding whether or not to sign with WWE or UFC. Oh, okay. Go back to UFC. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Did he make the right decision? Yeah. Yes. You know, from a career longevity perspective, yep. from a money perspective, like I yep. feel like it's Both. all better. Both. Okay. He has more time. That's true. He can do what he wants. He doesn't have to train as hard as what he did before. Yeah, it seemed like he could better dictate terms with WWE than he could with he UFC. Probably, he's probably getting paid more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be. To work less. But then again, UFC, you, what, you fight once a month? Yeah, UFC, you fight like once every like two or three months. But you do have to train pretty damn hard. Yes. So with every WWE, day. Yeah. I mean, you still train for WWE, but you're training for looks. Yeah. You're not well, training no, you're to actually. Also, no, you are also training because cardio has a lot to do with it. I mean, even though John Cena says he doesn't do cardio, when he lifts weights, you're doing cardio. Your heart rate goes up. Exactly. 
He's like, I don't do cardio. I was like, okay, so you don't run and you don't go on elliptical. Big fucking deal. But, don't you know, don't sit there and, you know, just <laughs> act like an idiot and say you don't do cardio. You do cardio. But you need it in the ring because you don't want to get, as they say, blown up when you, you know, when you're winded in the ring after, like, you know, five minutes. Yeah, but when you're training for a UFC fight, you mm-hmm. not only are doing cardio and lifting, mm-hmm. you have to spar. You have to fight and stay in practice i guess you know yeah i mean they do that they do that in wrestling too though but it's not but you're right it's not the same it is different it is different (laughs) yeah because in wwe you're going over spots you know if you have like a high spot or something like that and you practice that but everything else like you know lock it up and all your basic moves and stuff like that like that doesn't get practiced in ufc like you're sparring with a partner all the time you're going over everything that you want to do to your opponent or you know because guys have a game plan it's like what my friend lance always you know what my friend uh or what you just hear in ufc all the time everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth yeah so. and, and like you said but the whole longevity thing mm-hmm. i mean it's basically you have an athlete that is has the choice to play football or baseball and can be a star in either one. And he chooses cricket. And he chooses cricket. No. no um, but it's the same thing. Yeah. Because you get that person that's like, you know what? Do I just want to keep getting hit in the head? Do I just want to keep getting, you know, the risk of injury no, with your, every your single play? On. Yeah. Or do I want to play baseball where I can have fun? It's still a sport. And there's less of a chance of a ball hitting me in the head. Right. And turning me into a vegetable. Yes. Yeah. I mean, look at the football players that, you know, have come out in the past couple of years with the mm-hmm. whole concussion thing and just yeah. this, that, and the other. How often do you see that in baseball? Mm-hmm. Baseball's biggest argument that's been crazy has been Pete Rose. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's true. I mean, they've had the the PEDs, mm-hmm. but honestly, that's probably in every damn sport. Every Everything. everything. Where, yeah, every, everything that involves an athlete has a substance problem. And the thing, okay? it, the thing that gets me is – Baseball gets a, a bad rap because of this PED thing. But if you look at it the other way, it's happening everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's in the NBA, NFL, oh, ev- yeah. everywhere. Yeah, but you're hearing about thing. it in yeah. baseball because they cracked down on it harder, I think, especially now. That's where it all got exposed first, and that's why baseball, is, was, they cracked down on it. You're absolutely right. They made the biggest deal about it than any other sport. Which they should have. Yeah. But they get a bad rap, though, saying, oh, those guys are all just juiced up, blah, blah, blah. That's all they do. And that's the funny thing is that they think that people think that uh, guys in the NBA don't juice. Oh, Mm. yeah. It happens everywhere. Everybody's doing it. I'm sure there's there's gymnasts that are taking something. There's Mm -hmm. swimmers. Yeah. The WNBA, I'm sure they're popping testosterone. Oh, I I guarantee that they are. Looking at the – well, I was – Good a reference to the ladies' World Cup, but I yeah. know they get all those chicks get tested. Yeah, I mean all the people and stuff mm-hmm. like that, like Olympics and stuff like that. Yeah, but Christ, you look at some of those fucking what was it Germany's goalie? Yeah, that was a freaking man. Yeah, it looked like a man. She looked like a man. And all the, the you're Asian, absolutely right. Like the Asian boys that the U.S. girl played. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, those chicks from Japan in the final. They're like little boys. Yeah, they looked like they looked like the Asian kids from like the eighteen-year-old team. Yeah, it was like the USA Asian, girls, eighteen-year-old boys. Yeah, the US, like. USA girls were playing the short rounds. 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much. No time for gold, Dr. Mm-hmm. Jones. Yeah. But yeah, but back to the Brock Lesnar thing. Sorry. No, it's okay. Oh, that was that tangent. Fuck. Yeah. There it is. Ha <laughs> ha. See, I know you couldn't resist. <sighs> no, but the thing with the Brock Lesnar thing is that there's there's one thing that he is going to miss out on by not go sticking with UFC. And and it just depends on what people think is important, what he thought was important. But um I saw a thing where Frank Mir uh said in an interview, Frank Mir, former UFC heavyweight champion said that uh, UFC, UFC's not legal in New York yet. New York Sports Commission has not said UFC can compete in New York. They're working on it. And apparently it's something that's going to happen in the future. I mean, it will happen in the future. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Um, and they were going to have an event like, like Madison Square Garden. And the plan was for Frank Mir to face Brock Lesnar in Madison Square Garden in the very first UFC event in New York City. That's huge. History making right there. Mm-hmm. You have the opportunity to be a part of the first ever UFC event, first ever MMA event that was held in New York City. Like, that that's ridiculous. Yeah. Your name's on that marquee. You will be associated with that forever, like Hulk Hogan was with the first WrestleMania. Do you, And that could be huge money, too. Do you really think that would be that that major I mean it's going to be big money but like you referenced the Hulk Hogan in the first Wrestlemania mm-hmm. UFC's been around for how long now oh gosh since the early 90s and it's just coming around in New York maybe yeah it's not going to be it's almost like the people that attended the first ball game in the new mm-hmm. Yankee Stadium yeah. You could say you were there, you brag about it, you might know the pitchers that pitched that day, mm-hmm. but it's still not the same as if you went to the old stadium when it, you know what I mean? It's just it's been around for so long and it just doesn't mean the same, I don't think. Maybe. But I mean, like you said, it is it is more and more popular than it ever has been. But at the same time though, it's in spite of its popularity, it's not mainstream. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the that's the most peculiar thing about mma is that it's not it doesn't seem like it has hit that point where it's mainstream no i mean people talk about it the espn mentions it from time to time but is it on an upward or is it starting is it has it plateaued and is it going a little bit down now when i first started to get interested in it i was in was in like college i think it was only the last few years of college, I think. Um, I, I, I rented a UFC. This was back when Blockbuster was still around. <laughs> and uh, I actually went and rented a UFC event just to watch it and just to see what it was about. I was curious. I wanted. I was like, what is this? Like, I've seen it around. I knew Ken Shamrock. It's where he came from, all that stuff. I was like, all right, I'm finally going to sit down. I'm going to watch one. It was UFC 86. And... It was one of the most entertaining things I'd ever watched in my life. This was every single fight on that card was ridiculous. And I think I just got lucky and picked the right one. Because they're not all like that. You're not, not every event is going to have a first round knockout in the first match of the night when the guy knocks him out with a jumping roundhouse kick. It looked like something out of a movie. I could have sworn to God this was choreographed. But it looked awesome. 
And then, you, and then that's when you know, and it was uh, it was Chuck Liddell versus um, Randy Couture for the light heavyweight title. Like, just ridiculous, just ridiculously awesome looking matches. It was great. Like, I I thought it was really cool. I've never watched an entire card before. Yeah, and then and then I got into the Ultimate Fighter, and I thought that was cool. And you know, the but first season was the first season was really cool. And then, like, it just kind of, like, afterwards, was just, I just kind of started losing interest in the whole Ultimate Fighter thing. Because that's the thing with those kind of reality shows. They do a great job because it's, like, bare bones in the first season. And then they try to, like, improve upon it as it goes on. Same thing with Tough Enough. Tough Enough is the same way. The first two seasons were awesome because it was very basic. It was kind of it was kind of gritty. Like, of course, it's reality television. But you didn't feel like anything was, like, Scripted. Well, I wouldn't say scripted, but forced is what I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Nothing felt forced. Ultimate Fighter feels forced now. It feels like they're trying to force these guys into like beating the shit out of each other in the kitchen because one guy misplaced another guy's fruit smoothie that day. Dude, the world loves drama, and that's what they do. I know that. Yeah, it's like tough enough. They spend more time showing them in the house yelling at each other. Yeah, and the, instead actual of actually fighting stuff. Yeah. But like. I don't know. It, I'm wondering if it has hit its plateau of mm-hmm. how far it's actually going to be. And then now it's just kind of going back down the hill a little bit. It may have started to plateau, but like I said, it never really got mainstream in the first place. So how do you measure that? Do you think it will, it will still has a chance to go mainstream? I still think it does. Or do you um, think people just don't? I don't know. I mean, it has its fan base for sure. But it does. It does. But here's here's Ronda the other Rousey's part of it. Making she's the getting more people interested, which is a mm-hmm. good thing for it. Yeah. No, she's she's definitely uh, helping it in the right direction. Mm-hmm. When UFC finally got a women's division, I was like, "This is what you need to to keep to keep growing mm-hmm. as a sport, and you know, as you know, as a as a league, I guess, with UFC, um, because they are the top of the." They're at the top of the food chain in terms of MMA right now. I mean, there are other leagues and other promotions and stuff like that. It's almost like the old days of wrestling, you know, when they had a bunch of different promotions. I mean, they're not regional, but they different groups of fighters and stuff like that, and they go back and forth from one to the other. Right. But, uh, but yeah, no, I think, uh, I think right now the growth has kind of slowed. I mean, Ronda Rousey is helping that, but I don't know. It's like I don't know what else they can do at this point because – like boxing is dead. Boxing's done. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about boxing anymore. I don't. Everybody cared for Mayweather Pacquiao that happened, you know, what, three years too late. Well, plus after that result and what happened, yeah. I mean, they're going to, whoever did care doesn't now. Yeah, exactly. They're going to be like, oh, is it going to be like that? Well, then never mind. Fuck this. But at the same time, it's like there's no, it's like you have boxing and then you have UFC. It's like boxing is not enough, and maybe UFC is too much. Hmm. I never thought about it that way. There's no middle ground for people to, to, to transition from boxing to UFC. Judo. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Fencing. Well, yes. Fencing is actually pretty cool to watch live. I watched it live at the Arnold. But anyway. Um, but, no, it's like, yeah, seriously, you, you want to go to a judo competition and watch people hip-toss each other all day? I mean, it's... All right, let me ask you this. Back to the whole Brock Lesnar part of it. Bork Laser. You are Bork Laser. Yes. And you are given the option. <laughs> I am Bork Laser. <laughs> Here's your choices. Okay. Go to MMA, go to the UFC, mm-hmm. 
where I dominated. No, let me finish. Okay. Go to UFC Mm -hmm. and be the first person to have the first match or whatever in New York. Still make a lot of money. Make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Or go back to WWE, end the Undertaker streak, and make a lot of money. You know, if you were him, which one would you want to be remembered? Um, in in terms of being remembered, I mean, obviously, where's your where's your legacy lie? If you were to if you were to pick one of those two things, which are huge, both yeah. of them, but which one would you pick? In terms of legacy, I'd go UFC. If I want to be remembered for something, I'd go UFC. Really? Yeah. If I want to go money, I'm going to WWE because not only am I making a paycheck just for showing up, but I'm also making a paycheck off those Suplex City t-shirts. You wouldn't want to be remembered as the one person that ended the the biggest streak in in pro wrestling history? I mean, that'd be nice, but, you know, with UFC, it's like, I actually fought this guy and beat him in New York in the first event ever at the Madison Square Garden. Okay, here's here's the twist. Here's the M. Night Shyamalan part of it. Oh, great. WWE, they're going to hand you a paper, a script, saying you're going to beat Undertaker. Yeah. UFC, in that first fight in New York City, he doesn't know he's going to win. So do you want to roll the dice and be that person that may – get beat in the first match in New York City or in New York or do you want to guarantee that's that's the that's the tough one in terms of legacy and being remembered for being remembered for something like or be I mean, remembered as the MMA guy that lost the first match hey that's a chance you take do you think he would I'd, I'd go with that because he was so dominant, I'm sure he was so confident in his ability that he probably would win. Every He has a great chance of winning. I guarantee you every UFC fighter thinks that same way. Oh, yeah, of course they have to. If you're not confident, don't get in that cage. Seriously. Because whoever his dumb. opponent would have been is going to think to themselves, I have the opportunity to make history mm-hmm. myself by beating this guy in this venue, in this state. Yeah. And they'll do anything. Oh, yeah. It'll be a great fight. It'll be a huge draw, and it'll be big money. But regardless, it's not going to happen. So, but, but yeah, but I, I I walk into Madison Square Garden in the first ever MMA fight to be held there, and I go in and I win, and I actually fought a dude and beat him to do it instead of somebody handing. Like, don't get me wrong, I love professional wrestling. It's one of my favorite things. But instead of somebody handing me a script saying, "Okay, now after you have five him twice, just pin him and you win." You're, yeah, thanks for handing me the memo that tells me what my destiny will be. It's not in my hands. It was in the hands of the creative team. It was in the hands of Vince McMahon. The only part, the only, the only way Dana White controls a guy's destiny is how many zeros he puts on his check when he signs him to a contract. But Brock's already had his UFC moments. I mean, he's yeah. already like put himself up there, you know, on the Mount Rushmore, almost. He's close. He may be like the the sixth head. Yeah, I mean, but he was able to transition from pro football to pro, from amateur, well, co- collegiate amateur wrestling. Went into pro football, didn't make it there. Went into wrestling, became a huge success. Left, went to UFC, became a huge success. Had to leave because of his diverticulitis that he had. 
What if he had come back from that, though, and said, I still got it, and won the World Heavyweight Championship again in UFC, and then just dropped the mic and left? He was like, I came back and did it. I don't see anybody else doing that. He's he's nuts, man. He is. And that's, he's a freaking nature, and the, I love it. That's why it's – that's the one thing about wrestling that drives me crazy <laughs> are the things that are not believable. And seeing – Undertaker going up against him. Yeah. I can't believe that because honestly, it's like you want to see people. And I know there's like the whole Daniel Bryan against Big Show sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like, how the fuck is this even possible? Yeah. But Brock Lesnar is nuts. He's a fucking beast, literally. Yeah. He is the one wrestler. He's the one person that I can name off the top of my head whenever I'm asked the question. Name a person you don't want to meet in a dark alley. Him. Hornswoggle. Wow, him too. (laughs) No, but I see what you mean. And I've said this before. um, Brock Lesnar is the only 100% believable character on that entire entire roster. Yeah. Restaurant. Same thing. The restaurant. (laughs) On the roster. Because you know when he gets into that ring, if he's one-on-one with somebody, you believe that he's going to destroy that person. He seems and there's like nobody else. Go. There is nobody else on that roster that you believe will be able to beat him unless they have six other guys with him with tasers. He seems like another one that w- would just flip. Like he has like a, maybe a script to go with, but he'll just go off of it and just do his own thing and not care. Yeah. And I watch his matches like, okay, what is he going to do? And I watch him to like that time when he punched John Cena square in the face and see who he's gonna hurt. Yeah, because he doesn't pull back too much. And when he chucked the car door in the crowd, and I think that's why they have him just honestly do suplexes. Yeah, because he when he was doing anything else, he was hurting people. Yeah, I mean like no, he like actually wrestled before this. I mean like he. It's amateur wrestling, though. And no, no, you but ask I, him no, to throw a punch, guess, he's going to really hit you. I guess what <laughs> I mean is his first run in WWE, he had a lot more moves that he used. He was more of a professional wrestler. I think now with the whole suplexes thing, they kind of make it so it's kind of like, I guess if he got, I guess if he had too many moves in his arsenal, that it kind of would dumb down the effect of what he really is of how dominant he is, how he actually hurts people. It's like he's got these three moves, but they all hurt really bad. You know, that's why it's why you'll never see him do shooting star press off the top rope ever again. No. <clears throat> but I think that's another I think they're protecting their their people too. Yeah. Well, because I mean, no, suplex, when, those suplexes, I mean I I'm sure they hurt, but the bumps for those isn't as devastating as seriously getting a fist to the face or a knee to the ribs like he loves to do yeah but he had, he didn't even do that very much yesterday yeah it was it was seriously just all suplexes mm-hmm. but that's his thing now yeah and i guess the crowd's eating it up and i'm like wow this dude has three moves they they complain about john cena not having any moves and then brock lesnar gets there and has less moves than john cena and they freaking love it well cena's got a hell of a lot of more moves now yeah especially with that flipping Powerbomb pin, which looks awesome. I'm waiting for someone to get busted up with that. Mm-hmm. Like, botch it and, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's bound to happen. Oh. 
All right. All right. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, you mentioned baseball earlier. The All-Star game came and went. I never watched it. What's that? When uh, apparently all the greatest players that are playing right now have a game. They just play a game. Oh. Just so like, American a pi- like a pickup game? Yeah, that's basically what it is now. It's a pickup game between the American and National League. Does it matter? Does, like, the winner, what happens? Who would they get a prize? Yeah, that league the, that wins gets home field advantage in the World Series. Woohoo! I haven't watched an All Star game in years. This is the first year where I actually did not watch the Home Run Derby or the All Star game. I heard that the Home Run Derby has changed up to more like a tournament. Sort of has brackets now. Oh, does it? I heard it's more, it's more entertaining oh, okay. instead of watching. Fat Berman. Back, 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 on. Yeah, which is annoying. Jaws. But it's uh, I didn't watch the All Star game this year. You sitting there, and he's sitting there. Mike Trout is walking up to the base there. He's he's got a he's got he's a big guy. He's just he just got eat everything. You just I think when it when it comes down to it, when there's an All Star game where I don't know very many of the All Stars. Yeah. I'm just not watching it. I just care about the All-Stars for the Cubs. And, you know, I, I'm that way with the Yankees. Even yeah. though, like, they did – all the All-Stars did horrible. Yeah. To share, oh, man. To share, I think, struck out three times. <laughs> yeah, Chris Bryant didn't do all that well. But, you know, it's – it still did well. I mean, the ratings for it were great. And, and then they let Pete Rose in the park. Good. And if they don't put him in the Hall of Fame the next year or two. That's going to be stupid. They won't. With the new gambling thing that came out, they're not going to do it now. They're just gonna, they're just going to keep them out, it's which is ridiculous. Something. It's like you don't have to let them back into baseball. You can say, hey, you still can't manage. You still can't be involved with any teams. You can't do any of that. Uh, we'll at least uh, recognize your co- your accomplishments on the field and yeah, it's uh, not put like, you in the Hall of Fame. It's not like the PED thing. No. What he did has absolutely nothing to do with his athletic ability that he p- put out on the field. And he never bet on his team to lose. No, and that's the thing. It's like he, he did something on the side that, yeah. I mean, freaking back in the day, you had guys that there was so much scandal going on in baseball, yeah. and they would be drunks, and they would smoke, oh, yeah. and they would do all this shit that are in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And this guy just bet. <laughs> it's just It wasn't yeah. – he didn't fix the games. He no. didn't do anything to, to sabotage the games. Yeah, he always bet on his team to win. Yeah, it's, always. it makes no sense. Yeah. It's ridiculous, but I, if they do let him in the Hall of Fame, you know who should uh, induct him? Who? Kane. That would be amazing. That would be badass. It would. They had a three-year feud. They had to bring it back. They should. Tombstone him, tombstone him one more time for old time's sake. They should just do it. They should have done it. It was like an every-year thing. It was starting to be. I know. And then Pete was like, I have an autograph sighting. I can't do this anymore. Yeah, I'm done. Thanks. So, But, yeah, no, the, the All-Star game has lost interest for me more and more just because home field advantage in the World Series. I've always been against it, against that deciding. Home field advantage in the World Series. Well, it's how, been the dumbest idea for the longest time. How else would you decide it? Who has the better record? Yes, like they do in every other sport. I'm just asked a question and then you have you know it's yeah just same thing like they do it in basketball it's not that hard all right this it's not a difficult process 
And I hope Rob Manfred, the new commissioner of baseball, uh, undoes all this Bud Selig bullshit. Well, I think that I don't agree with how the all-star things happens anyway. I think it's fun for the crowd, and I think it's really nice that the people are doing this. You all right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Got a little reservoir tip here. Going You're on. creepy. All right, so, <laughs> no, the um, the fact that the fans, I, I think what they need to do is during all-star time, they should take all the players of all the, the positions that have the that are doing the best stat-wise. Yeah. Make them the starters, and then have the fans pick out of maybe 20, like pick 10. Like the top 10 or also, I don't know, just or maybe the backup team or something. So you have a problem with how the All-Star game is decided, how the All-Stars are decided. I am because the Royals fucked it up this year. The Royals fans, I should say, because they filled the ballot box. And I think every Royal starting lineup for the Royals w- yeah. was made the All-Star team. Huh. And they were like, okay, we got to change something. So next year they're changing. I don't know how they're going to do it. Well, yeah, when you put it into the hands of fans, you run that risk. And they should have known that going in. Well, that's been it's been that way for years, though, and no one's filled the ballot box that much. Well, it was bound to happen. Yeah, like a place in Kansas City, of all places. Yeah. But the, what's, what they need to do is maybe have, like, baseball picks the starting lineup and the fans pick the backup. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or something. I don't know. It, or maybe the it? fans have nothing to do with it, and baseball just picks the best players and puts them out on the field. Yeah, because I can't remember how like NBA does. NBA does it too. Don't they have fan vote for All Star, or do they do that by stats? I think it's fan vote. Yeah, I think typically they are. Like the Pro Bowl, the Pro Bowl doesn't. Pro Bowl's just the best players. I yeah, think. Pro Bowl's best players based on stats, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, explain how Derek Anderson made a Pro Bowl, but well. <laughs> But then you look at it this way. Look at the ratings and how popular the baseball all-star game is mm-hmm. compared to every other sports all-star game. Yeah, surprisingly, nobody watches the Pro Bowl in football. I, I have my theory of why. Why is that? It's in the wrong time of the, the season. It's after. Yeah. If they did it in the middle, like baseball, um, hockey, basketball, mm-hmm. everybody else, I think it would be more popular. Yeah, and that's, it runs the risk of injury for those for football. Same thing with the NHL All Star Game. Yeah. Same thing with any game. You run a risk of injury every time you right. go out I on mean, the field fo- or the court or anything like right. that. Right. Football, there's a little bit more, I think, but I mean, with football, I mean they they're not really playing. Let's do. And, and the All Star Games are not really playing, well, except in baseball because you're like, well, shit. I mean, I mean, if you're like, take a two if week. If you if you play for the Marlins, you're like. Well, I'm just out here standing in outfield. I know we're not going to fucking make the World Series. Take a two-week hiatus in the middle of the season. Screw the, all these bye weeks. Yeah. Because each team gets two bye weeks, correct? Yeah. Take two weeks off every team in the middle of the season and have an all-star game. Yeah, have, it it, the, have it that first Sunday. Yeah. And then have an entire week off. Mm-hmm. And then everybody starts back up second half of the season. And that's the way they can extend their season the way they want to. They do it that way, and the fans are rolling. First half of the season, they're in it, they're in it, they're in it, and they're going to watch an all-star game. Yeah. And they're knowing that they got more football coming up. Mm-hmm. With the Pro Bowl now, your team is – you went through the whole season. You're either not going to be in the playoffs, you didn't win, you didn't win the Super Bowl. Yeah. 
or you did, but then you're done. You're like in your mind, you're like, okay, football season's over. This season's over with. I'm why am I gonna watch this? It means nothing. Yeah. No, you're you're you have a really good point there. Because yeah, it's, yeah, football's done and this means nothing. Well, I mean, all star games sh- you should mean nothing. It's just that, you know, just really And it's always in Hawaii, right? Yeah, it's always in Hawaii. They need to just have it like the other All-Star games. Mm-hmm. Pick a city. Yeah. Because that's going to give people something to look forward to. Who the fuck is going to go? Everyone could just watch it on TV and they wonder why their ratings are so bad. Mm-hmm. When like, If they brought a football All-Star game to, say, Cleveland? Yeah. Holy fuck. I mean, yeah, seriously. Yeah, that would sell out. I mean, yes. like crazy. Well, and then the other thing with the Pro Bowl is, like I said, the players don't really play much. But nobody really does in an All-Star game anyway. What I've always been more interested in the home run derby than the actual all-star game itself. Okay, I've always been that way. Um, I like skills challenges a lot better. I watch the NHL skills challenges. I think those are way more entertaining. I like the three-point contest way more than the all-star game itself. I like the dunk contest. I, I'm more interested in skills competition for like to celebrate all-star weekend or all-star week or whatever you're going to do. Just do that. Just just do that. Like that that'll be all you need. You don't actually need a game anymore because the players don't care about it. Well, what like would, I said, unless you're in baseball. I think you would have for like NFL like you like the baseball All-Star game has the home run derby. NFL changed their All-Star the Pro Bowl to the middle of the season and the night before have a punt pass and kick contest. I would say just get rid of the Pro Bowl altogether and just do a whole skills competition. You can you can do punt, pass, and kick. Yeah, just have do, something do, do fun. A field, do a field goal competition with the top field goal kickers. Yeah, I mean just do do a do a th- you know not not necessarily a throw for distance, but uh, like throw at targets, like you know just like just, I mean I would much rather watch Peyton Manning try to throw a football through a tire in fifty yards. Which you never be able to do again, but <laughs> I mean, have the receivers and quarterbacks yeah. maybe do put on a little exhibition or mm-hmm. of sorts, yeah, like a little contest. That can be the the NFL's equivalent of a, a home run derby. Yeah, have like I don't know. I mean, baseball honestly they they have it down. They know what they're doing with that. Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing. They've got like don't they have like a celebrity softball game also? Yeah. That they have that same yeah, weekend. like have a celebrity flag football game. Yes, like do that for the Pro Bowl. Like exactly. that would be awesome. Have it, make it more of something. Make it more of an event. Yeah. Than just say, hey, all these guys were giving them a vacation, and you can watch this. Yeah. No, it's and and beforehand they do like a like a golf tournament, like a charity golf tournament. Like you can still have that, but like nobody's going to watch that. I don't want to watch Tony Romo. No, I got a great idea. Golf. Let's, let's take the the lowest rated all-star game in sports and how about beforehand we put on something extremely boring to watch on tv anyway like golf (laughs) and do that yeah it makes whoever's doing it is screwing it up you know you oh i know how the nfl could save pro bowl weekend bring in the lingerie football league shit i think have an exhibition game before the actual game it's in Hawaii anyway. It's not like anybody's going to get cold. I think they should do it in different cities. There's Moneymaker, man. I still think Laundry Football League's a great idea. Oh, I do too. Have it as like you know, open event. Have those girls, yeah. Or what they can do is take It'd everyone that gets selected into the Pro Bowl 
take their spouse or their other half and have them have a game beforehand? Husband, husband and wife football game. <laughs> or husband and husband. Yeah, yeah, oh, that too. I'd rather do shirts versus skins with the lingerie football league. That's they could do that. They just right. don't they don't care. And as as much as because, NFL wants to make NFL, money and that's all they look at is money, 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 they're missing out in my opinion. But I And am, guys take the Pro Bowl off because they're starting to care about it less and less. Mm-hmm. They're like the season's over, I don't need to do this. Mm-hmm. And I guess the NFL they just feel like they're too big for it. They're they're like we we're big enough. We, we don't need that. We don't need to worry about this. We'll just do it every year because we've always done it. A lot of money there. Money to be made, especially with the draft. Don't even get me started with that cockamamie bullshit. That is cockamamie. It Mamie. is Mamie. Mamie or Mamie? Is it Mamie or Mamie? Mammy? No. Mammy. Yeah. <laughs> no. How long have we been rambling? Uh, is this our sports show? I guess so. Cockamamie. Cockamamie. That's what it is. I heard it in an Eminem song once. Did you Google cock? No, and it I just did not. Up? No, I did not bing cock. You bing cocked? <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> you ever been to bing cock? <laughs> it sounds like a city in Maryland. It is. Is it really? No. Oh man, no. We've been we've been going for about an hour. It's usually what we we've kind of trimmed it down from an hour and twenty to about an hour. I'm sure if we have guests on, it'll be uh, it'll be a lot longer. Oh, maybe someday we'll have guests on. Wow. What? What are you doing? No, I was just uh, I was just checking our Facebook page. Yeah. Did something weird were, happen? No, I just I I posted the last show. Yeah. Oh, okay. What happened? What happened? Oh, nothing. People commented on a couple of my posts. Oh god. And I was just wanting to see like what was going on. Are they stupid? And uh no, they're just like, get more fans, likes, and followers if you do this and this and this. And I'm like, okay. Oh. So yeah, that's whatever. But so whoever listens to this show, I challenge them to tell other people about it. Yeah. Tell them, you know, because in my opinion, we're just still warming up. Yeah. Because I mean, we're starting to get a feel for other things too, and with the guests coming up, hopefully, um, we got some good stuff coming. And I, I know I've said that for weeks, but mm-hmm. trust me, if this pans out the way we both want it to pan out it's going to be fucking amazing it's going to be awesome i mean we already have fun doing this right now we're going to have even more fun going in the future so we we encourage you to take the necessary steps and do traditional word of mouth go tell two friends and then they'll tell two friends and then they'll tell two friends someone i learned might, that in marketing class someone might tell three Oh, wow. I never thought of that. And that's just going to throw it all for a loop. Wow. I wish I had three friends. What? (laughs) I only have two, and you're one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad. I'm honored to be one. That's right. Um, Now, you know, I haven't gotten the uh, official word yet, but, you know, we've discussed the, the Halloween week. Yes. If that happens... If I can get that guest for Halloween, mm-hmm. I, I I think that puts us up there. I like, think it does. Immediately. Yeah. Especially that time of year, mm-hmm. that holiday, yep. and who I can 
Oh, if I can reel that one in. Well, I am I've, that close. I've also got somebody lined up for October. Who's that? My friend Keith. Oh, was that the... He's he's the nurse. Yes, yes, who's yes, He's got yes. all the gruesome, gruesome stories. stories about working in a hospital, and I told him I was going to save him for October. Um, and he said he was down for it, so that's that's going to be good uh, coming up. The deets on the, the streets. The deets, oh yeah, deets on the streets. All right. And, and like I said, uh, we've got Liz confirmed for next Sunday's show. So um, if you're listening, please, uh, you know, submit your questions to us on Facebook and the Twitter. Should I? Should I like make dinner that night? Yeah, make dinner that night. All right. I, I mean, I kind of did tell her that you would beat her. <laughs> I told her, I was like, we make dinner every time we do a podcast. She's like, oh, really? So now she has an expectation. All right. So she'll have to let you know or what. No, know. she's down for next Sunday. She, I no, I mean, like, what, what kind of food? I don't know. Is she, oh, like, picky she, about her food? N- no, she's not really, like, a vegetarian or anything, if that's what you're asking. Okay. All right. We'll wing it. Yeah, that's fine. She'll, she'll eat whatever. She doesn't care. Okay. I mean, I'll, I'll ask her between now and then. And I'll let you know if there's anything in particular. She has any allergies? Gotcha. I don't know. Like but nuts. You, but I think like maybe. But also, I think cream corn's a safe bet. Okay. <laughs> the barely alive cream corn. The barely alive cream corn. Yeah, we're still working on it. We're still working on t-shirts too. I think we got to. Oh, that's gonna happen real soon. Yes, and the t-shirts are happen real soon. I can't wait. They're gonna be good. Um, other stuff happening in the next couple weeks. Um, we've got. Um, couple people hopefully 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 uh from the sci-fi channels reality show face off yes um we're gonna have a a face-off dedicated show yeah that's Um, gonna be sweet one contestant from last year in studio Mm -hmm. in dead cave in the dead cave and other one on the phone okay at the same time so that's that hopefully all at the same time all at the same time it's gonna be freaking sweet i'm gonna have to get a headphone splitter and i do encourage everybody to watch a show on thursday nights after impractical jokers on true tv and it's called friends of the people it's a sketch comedy oh, yes. show. oh yes you were telling me about this sketch comedy show i highly encourage everyone to watch it reason being there is a lady who is an actress on there who is very funny that I am once again very close to having be a guest on our show. Awesome! So I'm looking forward to all these guests. I know, I'm, and we've I'm, talked I'm about it for months. But I like, know we're still trying to get this whole thing figured out, and we're we're close. We're trying to figure out how to get guests. We're, no, we're, no, we're, <laughs> no, we're trying to figure out how to get them to call in, and, and you can hear them. We want to make sure that everything is perfect before we get this whole thing started. So, and we're we're looking into that, and I believe we're probably going to be closer to a solution than we think. So that'll also be awesome. Yes, I'm excited. So we're looking into that. We'll have that solution here pretty soon. Pretty what? Why did you soon. do a southern accent? I don't. I don't now? know. I don't know. We'll get a solution pretty soon. Pretty soon. All right. So Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Less than a week away, we're going to have right. some fun. We're going to have Ask Liz. Ask The first Liz. edition of Ask, the first official edition of Ask Liz. So, your oddball questions about your weird oddball questions about animals or even anything else, if you want to ask anything else, she she has no filter and she's not afraid of anything. She's really not. All right, we're going to test it out. 
I know we are. I told her that you and I were going to have some stuff for her to answer. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's like, oh, no. She's like, nope, I'll be ready for you. Like I said, she's fearless. She's not afraid of anything. So next Sunday, it's going to happen. I'm what excited. Are you, are you doing DDP yoga over there? What's going on? I'm getting better. Are you? Yeah. I'm getting better. It's good. I'm getting more flexible. Yeah? Your back feeling better? Yeah. Good. I'm still, shake, I'm still shaking, though. We, we're... So uh, this shake. plug is for DDP yoga. Do I'm it. Sh- I'm shaking when I do it. Yeah. But you know, it's muscles working. Yeah. You're turning stuff on. I'm turning stuff on. <laughs> you know, I tweeted something about um, doing my DDP yoga and the fact that my back hasn't felt this be- good in a long time. Yeah. And I got a favorite and a retweet from DDP himself. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I did that a few times when I first started and he ignored me. Really? Yeah. Tim, I'm, I'm pretty good on there. You are. You are good at the Twitter. I suck at it. I time it right. Yeah. That's, that's the secret. That is the secret. Yeah, you, you time it right. That's I the don't secret care. of my sauce. I don't, I, yeah, I, I don't care about timing things right. I mean, people want to follow me, like, that's fine. I do post things on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I just don't time it right, I guess. What's your Twitter handle? I don't even know how to get a hold of you I think I, I might. To. I think I might change it. What is it? It's just at Kyle Monsky. <laughs> well, mine's... 316 BCS. Well, that's cool. Like, it's Why? easy to remember. People don't even know how to spell my last name. <laughs> so how the hell are they going to follow me on Twitter? That's a good point. I know how you can follow me on Twitter. Why don't you follow the show on Twitter, at Barely Alive Show, click on it, look in the bio. I've li- We've linked both of our Twitter feeds in the bio. Click on me, click follow, and... <gasps> Holy shit! I'll follow you back. There you go, and same. you'll get another. You'll get a follow, same and thing I'll with get me. a follow. Everybody gets a follow, <laughs> and they'll tell two friends, and they'll, and they'll follow two, two friends, friends, and they'll follow two friends. And pretty soon, the whole world's gonna follow each other. Yeah, all one big happy Going fucking from... globe. <laughs> I love happy globes. <laughs> me too. All right, so we have an email also, but but don't send don't anything. Don't fucking send yeah, it because he doesn't even check it. I looked at it like five months ago. I'm going to probably, I'll check it out sometime. I don't remember what the password is. I but. monitor the Twitter activity because for some reason, like, I miss all your tweets on my Twitter feed. So I actually still have access to the Yahoo account that is that oh, okay. is linked to the Twitter page. So I actually get to keep track of, like, who's following us and who has mentioned us on Twitter and stuff nice. like that. So I monitor it that way. So I, that's how I kind of keep in the it's loop kinda, of what's going on. It's gotten, um, we're working on it. Yeah, we've got uh, Facebook page is still doing pretty good. Wish we, we were still getting you know a couple more likes here and there. People are liking it a lot. We uh, have a star following us on our uh, our podcast Twitter. We do, Mister Candyman himself. Oh, that's right, Tony Todd. Tony Todd is following us. That's which awesome. I'm super Love excited it. about not dropping any hints about the Halloween show. No, not at all. No, I have no idea what you're talking about, but that sounds awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, that's all we got for today. Uh, we appreciate you guys uh, listening, as always. Um, yeah, give us a follow on Twitter. Look for us on Facebook, Barely Alive Podcast. Uh, give us a like. Give us a listen. Uh, like I said, tell two friends. Follow two friends. Add two friends on Facebook. Let's, like, let's, let's get a big happy globe going. Happy globe. <laughs> all right. So, yes, get your questions for Ask Liz. We will be promoting it through the Twitter and the Facebook throughout the week. So make sure you get your questions to us, and we will pick some to ask her when she comes by. 
So she'll be uh, she'll be giving her opinion on some things that we're uh, talking about as well. She'll just be a guest for the whole thing. We're not gonna you know just be like we're talking just gonna leave her upstairs with the dogs and then and I don't want to do that. Cause she'll probably find something wrong with them and freak you out. So. She a dog person? Yes, she's a dog and a cat person. Nice. She's an animal person. She's a vet student. Oh yeah, she's a vet student. Yeah, so she's an animal person. All right, well I'm excited on Animal Planet. Okay. All right. Well, thanks again for listening. All right. For yet another week in the book. We appreciate it. And uh, everybody take care. All right. Next time. Bye.